Hello, and welcome or welcome back to Answer 42, a podcast that temporarily knows it all. In this, my 42nd year of being alive, I have decided to harness all of the innate wisdom that I must now possess, albeit temporarily, and take stock of everything that I now know. Today is Palindrome Alert, day 313 of this project. Today is also the 19th of July, my god. And that means today you continue to harness your wisdom on rants. In other words, what's on your mind? In the beginning of this practice, I unpacked why rants can be so delicious and so problematic. I talked about ranting as wild, uncontrolled, or angry, and it can be. Watching someone rant can be disconcerting, and being on the receiving end of a rant can be uncomfortable or even scary. But when I think about ranting, it is more like someone speaking with an uncomfortable level of passion. Uncomfortable to who or for who? Well, I suppose what I have learned is that discomfort here has to do with the listener. A person depicted as ranting is someone who seemingly has lost their composure, their self-control. It's as if performing a sense of detachment when speaking, you know, not ranting, is a sign of an evolved individual. And I guess I lacked that stage of evolution because I will never understand how some people can speak coolly about that which causes them great anger or great feeling or causes them giant emotions. How do I speak calmly about that which I have a lot of feelings? You know, I'm still learning. Maybe we are all still learning how not to dismiss great passion while speaking as ranting. To not feel threatened by it when it is not threatening. I mean, look around. There is so much to have big feelings about. There is so much to be angry about. There is so much to be passionate about. But the word rant and ranting carries with it some pretty hefty negative connotations, both through a gendered lens and through a racial lens. Here is some problematic wisdom to take with you, future me, and it will certainly help explain why I have perhaps gotten in trouble with this in the past. Being able to rant without consequence is a privilege. So, when I do give myself the space to rant, as I have these past 11 months, my rants seem to fall into one of three categories. Number one, repeated mistakes. Number two, wasted time. And number three, things I really like. Because yes, it is possible to rant or speak very passionately about a positive thing, as it is to speak passionately about a negative thing. If I were to indulge in a little ranting today, I would give voice to my frustration over my soggy summer brain and my inability to focus these days. But really, I want to express my ongoing curiosity about what other people would rant about, or rather speak about with great passion, if given the space to do so and put at ease that they will not be judged. It takes a lot of energy to share one's passion, and if you don't do it often, It's probably very difficult to allow oneself to put composure to the side and really speak. And it makes a lot of sense that if one has always been told to be quiet and keep still, one has been trained against speaking with great passion. And therefore, if one's going to do it, one must be trained to speak with great passion. And you know, perhaps ranting doesn't always need to be verbal. 
Can someone rant through photography, or cooking, or running, or painting, or accounting, or building someone, or something? I mean, possibly, but I suppose that to do any of those things successfully with passion, there also needs to be some sort of restraint. So maybe the wisdom here is ranting is tricky to do, and to invite people in while doing it, but there is a fine but real line between ranting and speaking with great, excited passion, and the thing to do is to stay on the side of the line that will serve you in whatever you are trying to express. So there is a time for a free-form, good old-fashioned rant session, and there is a time for speaking passionately or accounting passionately or cooking passionately or building something passionately with the restraint needed so that people are invited in to actually take in what it is that you are passionate about. Okay. Tomorrow is the 20th, where you continue to harness your wisdom on ritual. In other words, how do you make it intentional and fancy? Thank you for witnessing my 42nd year. Bye now.